Good evening, good evening, good evening. What they do, Flamely? What's good? Happy to be here, and I hope you are too. It's your girl, Hot Johns, a.k.a. Kiwi305954, coming in on this Talk About It Tuesday. How you doing? How you doing? Y'all know what it is. It's time to go ahead and grab that margarita, grab that taco, or whatever you like to sip on on a Tuesday night, a glass of water, some coffee, or some tea, or just sit here and talk with your girl, Kiwi. <laughs> About a couple of topics tonight. Wasn't too much going on over the weekend outside of VMAs. They didn't have too many others as I used to like, as I we like to do over here. We don't really um, talk about the main or the, I should say, the superstars. We like to give some love to the others, the ones that usually get overlooked and do a great job performing. Or up-and-coming artists, as some of you might say. Um, but there weren't too many others. Um, so we're going to be talking about that tonight. Definitely. We're also going to be talking about the Lizzo versus well, Aries Spears versus Lizzo versus Mike Epps back versus Aries versus him and his him and versus his feelings. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about that. We're going to uh, talk about Mr. Dump. Uh, Orange Dump is at it again. Um, over 60 post i believe in 12 hours yeah we're gonna talk briefly about that um we're also gonna talk about mr senator lizzie graham out here in these streets putting out the 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 message the signal okay we're gonna be talking more about that and a couple of other things so without further ado let's show some love to my boo lizzo out here repping for them big girls in the big girl world y'all better come straighten up and fly right the rumors are true. Let's get it. Goddamn, they say I should watch the shit I post. Oh, goddamn, say I'm turning big girls into hoes. Oh, goddamn, they say I get groupies at my shows. Oh, goddamn. Hold up. They don't know I do it for the culture. Goddamn. They say I should watch the shit I post. Oh, goddamn. Say I'm turning big girls into hoes. Oh, goddamn. Let's go, Lizzo. Shake it, twerk it, rock it, rock it. All the rumors are true. Yeah. Which part is true? Yeah. Fucking and you. Yeah. Big girls. Let me see. Y'all go ahead and pull it back. You know what side we on around this thing. Yeah, I heard your little speech, Nikki Nicks. You know you was my girl, but you you tried to, you tried it. So we gonna show y'all what it is tonight. Let's go. Beehive. 
Zombie cluster hustler Queen bitch, supreme bitch Kill a nigga for my nigga By any means bitch Murder scene bitch, clean bitch Disease free bitch, nigga I write a bomb out in your mouth Like in my limbs, roll with the mafia Remember them, tell her when I used to mess with you Mitch, straight up a positive Now stripping niggas to Jocelyn Kill a nigga for the figure, how you figure Get tethered with the feather For better and soccer, for better Nobody do the better bet I wet ya, like ever pains And typhoons got buffoons Eating my pussy while I watch my Fake ones, we just stick the crystal with the real ones. Huh? We counting. Let's go. No time for fake ones. Ain't that what Foxy said a year ago? Oh, but that's your inspiration, right? Let's go. Talk about it too, so y'all. We almost there. Get ready for this quick podcast. <laughs> A little quickie, a little episode, a little something-something. Uh-huh. Enjoy just a little tidbit, just a little something, some a little taste, you know, a little tap tap here and there. Had to bring it in like you just don't care. Y'all know I have to be on my pettiness. Eh, pun intended. <laughs> oh man, yo, it's time to get started for this talk about it Tuesday. Hope you have great shout out, shout out to the, um anyone that's the first time listening to the Hobby Job Experience. I hope you enjoy the podcast tonight. If you do, or if you don't like it anyway, share it anyway, because it's going to be something that comes on that you're going to love and you can't resist me, baby. <laughs> but um, make sure you please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast to your friends or your family. If it's your first time listening to the podcast, welcome, welcome, welcome. We don't just welcome you to the barbecue. We welcome you into the family. You are not officially a flame. Why are you a flame? Because this is the flamely. You keep me lit because I'm Hot D. Johns. We are 10 toes down in 
this shit. <laughs> I have to mix it up because my son said, hey, mom, when you're coming on, it sounds good, but it's almost getting robotic. And I'm like, you don't know what an intro is? It's called an intro. This is my formal intro, and then I get into my freestyle. Okay, so shout out to you, Drew. Got it. I just remixed it a little bit for you so it didn't sound like it's exactly the same. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Shout out to um, Cassius. Very good news coming up um, that I'm going to share with you guys before the end of the podcast. Shout out to Miss Cheeks, one of my day ones. Shout out to you. Shout out to Blessed Lifestyle. Shout out to Firmin. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Those are some of my day ones. Luther. Um, shout out to my truckers out there, making sure we get all of our things delivered to these stores. That's you, said. That's you, Rodney. Shout out to Bahamas. Shout out to you, Mr. Brown. Um, shout out to <clears throat> all of you guys, man. Thank you so much for um, coming and joining me tonight on the Hot Jobs Experience. And let's get this talk about a Tuesday popping um, without stopping. <laughs> so you guys can go on and get about get those kitties ready um, for school in the morning and all that good stuff. So, yeah. And you heard what I came in. I know I came in a little rough tonight. Yeah, for a Tuesday. For a talk about a Tuesday. Yeah, it was a little rough. That's I usually say that stuff for Fridays. But I had to come in like that because the VMAs this year made me. You may be this way. <laughs> VMAs made me this way. Um, uh, I was very underwhelmed. Yeah, I'm just diving right on in, just in case you ain't up. <laughs> um, I was very underwhelmed. I usually don't watch the VMAs because it has gotten so lame over the years. Um, initially, when you would watch the VMAs, you knew what it was going to give. Okay, it's going to give their awards to their people. I said what I meant. Remember where MTV came from. Let's 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 not pretend, okay? Um, and then gradually, when they started putting in the different, you know, genres and starting to consider out other music outside of their music, then you start seeing it be a little more colorful. I said what I meant. My words are being chosen, just how I want them to to relate, okay? So. That being said, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't understand. What should I do? Um, should I really watch it? And I'm like, okay, I always do this for everyone and make sure that um, we can give you some commentary on it for those who watch it. And I love to do that anyway. So what we do, for you, those of you your first time listening, we, as I said um, at the beginning of the show, we watch the awards and then we get together, write down all the things, and then I come on and I, I usually talk about the others. Well, this year, it was very interesting. Um, they did have a little side um, stage where they had not like new artists per se but I want to say underground artists because a lot of those artists that they had on the side stage uh, were uh, established they're either from SoundCloud they're off um, TikTok and they're like viral um, sensations now there were a couple of others like I said they just weren't a lot like they would have Um, Gravy let me tell y'all something if you haven't heard of Gravy I need you to check him out. He's like this uh, white, funky dress, like funky 70s dress, you know, funky styles, funky 70s style dressed underground rapper. And he reminds you, it's this other rapper that's out um, 
that I talked to, to you guys about um, during Rolling Loud. He reminds you of him. Except he is, to me, he's more like a, oh my God, where's that dude? Mac, Mecca, the one that came out some years ago about the thrift store and all of that. He remind, he it was like a mix of him, Lil Dicky, and, and it's, it's this other underground rapper guy all rolled up into one. If that makes sense. <laughs> but that's who he reminds you of. Um, very funky style. I guess he became a TikTok sensation according to what they said on there. And he had this song Gravy Train. He had the instead of Soul Train, it said Gravy Train. He had the, the, the ladies in the background sing. You you gotta check him out. I'm gonna see if I can uh, pull his song and then maybe I'll play it for you guys. We'll fade out with him tonight. So gravy, he was good. I liked him. He's quirky. Uh I don't think that. It's anything that's going to be any more than what it is now. You know, in music these days, it's to the point where you have these viral sensations, as they love to say, um, these TikTok sensations and Internet sensations. Nobody since Soldier Boy has come up off the Internet that I know of that has stayed relevant. OK, um, the one with the watch me, will watch me, nay, nay, his ass in jail right now, getting ready to go away. Wait, OK, <laughs> um, that's just, you know, her, her came up on social media and, you know, she started, but I've heard, you know, Rama's in the background say her dad's in the music industry and he's in the Grammys um, Academy. I don't know if that's possibly true. It's possibly true. And that that's probably, that's how she grew so fast. I don't know. All I know is re remembering sitting down one day, my niece came to me and she was like, auntie, you have to listen to her. And then I was like, who is her? And she was like, she is so good. She is going to be like a superstar. And I was like, she's good. I said, so what's her name? She says, her auntie. And I'm like, her who? <laughs> it was almost like, who's on first? What's on second? You know? And she said, auntie, her. That's her name. And I said, her name is her. Are you sure, Nene? And she pulled her up. And I listened to the little song that she had on the YouTube. And ever since then, she's been, I've been blown away. And she's been gone, gone, gone ever since. So you have that type of deal but gravy is not that okay um Flo Millie finally got her chance I really did appreciate that Flo Millie did perform her song Conceited she did very well um I like her I think she needs to get a little bit more um press a little more coverage she needs to get herself out there a little bit exposure um she was pretty good um and that's about it for the others. I can't, you can't call Saucy Santana others. Saucy Santana gave what he was supposed to give as a gay male in the industry. I mean, let's keep it real. He came on there. I, now, the outfit reminded me of the dude from the village people that dressed up like the cop because he had like the little hat on, the little captain's hat, the leather on. And he, except the only thing is the dude and the village people did not have a thong, bathing suit on or whatever, but. Salsa Santana did, and he did that. He did booty, um, and hey, you know he did what he did. So he he did a a very good performance. He was on the pre-show stage, did a very good performance. Now Jack Harlow, I love Jack Harlow, and I think I've told you guys here on the platform before. My son, actually my oldest son, introduced me to Jack Harlow a long time before he finally got a chance to actually blow. Now he's out there, out there. Jack Harlow has been out on on in this game for a minute. And, you know, a lot of people are treating him like he's like an overnight sensation. No, he's been grinding for a hot minute. Like, literally, my son's been playing Jack Harlow since, uh, I can't tell you, this is 2022. I want to say, 
I don't, I don't want to over exaggerate and somebody come like, oh, he's only been out three years or whatever. But it feels like it's been like five, six years or maybe even more. But I used to always say every time you play something, I go, who's that? Who's that? Oh, mom, he's good, right? Jack Harlow. Oh, he's good, right? Jack Harlow. So it should have been no surprise after what he did on BTS. I'm like, okay. The only way he could top BET is bring out Fergie. And what did he do? He brought out Fergie. I thought that was bomb. I loved it. Fergie was looking like Fergie. She looks gorgeous. I love her. I stand Fergie. Because when she was with the black, when she got with the black eyed peas after they went to the underground, then they had the original girl, then she was gone away. Fergie was it. She was the perfect fit. She does her thing. Um, she don't try to be extra or none of that. She's just Fergie. I mean, which the name stands for itself, okay? <laughs> so I thought that was cool. And then, of course, after um, Fergie, um, and he brought Fergie out. Lizzo came on the stage, and she just rocked the hell out of that stage. And I'm talking kicking, jumping, stumping. And you already knew what the night was going to bring after she did that. Um, so let's get into that while we're there. So she performs and everything, and then shortly thereafter, they presented her with the award, and when she got up there, everybody was all happy. Now, prior to the awards, uh, for those of you who don't know or haven't, you know, heard or whatever, I know it's been rotating around for a couple of days now, um, a comedian, Aries Spears, who, before I get into this Aries, I love you. I've, I've always been a fan of Aries Spears. I've seen him live when he's come when he was doing um, improv shows. I've always watched his um, comedy specials and everything. Let me tell y'all something. Aries Spears is <laughs> one of the biggest jerks <laughs> you can ever think of. Um, but I think it's all comedy. I honestly do. But I'm the type of person that. I feel like that about Corey Holcomb. I'm a Corey Holcomb stan. He said some things about some people that I like that I didn't like. And I'm still like, okay, I'm mad at you about that. But at the end of the day, you are Corey Holcomb. Corey Holcomb has said some shit that stung me uh, after, after me and my husband were out together. And I became a single mom. And he made like this joke. And he was like, oh, you know, uh, typically, you know, what the, the statistics say that uh, uh, a child will see an average of five men leave their mom's bedroom before they reach the age of 16. I was the, I laughed at that shit, but I was determined that that was not going to happen in my house. And thank you, Lord, that did not happen in my house. I did not play that. But that being said, I just, you know, they, they say things that kind of stand and make you, like, this is real life. Like, you talk about real life. This could be happening for real. But um, at the end of the day, Eric Spears was on Auto Dialogue, and you guys know I stand Auto Dialogue. I've told you on here, um, he's been a source for a couple of some of my content on this show, on this podcast. I love him. If you get a chance, please check his channel out, the Auto Dialogue on YouTube. He does the most in-depth interviews. Like that's once I started, once I start really getting into my interview thing, I really. That I love, he gets right to the point. He asks the questions that a lot of interviewers will not ask or be afraid to ask or will shy away from asking. He don't ask pity pet questions. I mean, he will warm his guests up, but he is very good. He's not overbearing. He, the way he speaks and the way he asks the questions, I promise you, you will want to tell him everything. <laughs> so, you know, um, shout out to you, Art Dialogue. But, he was on Art of Dialogue, and Art Dialogue, he was just, he asked him about, you know, music today, like, what was he listening to, and who, you know, like, what about Lizzo, or whatever, and he was like, oh, Lizzo? Oh, 
I can't, I can't, you know, she, she can sing good, but I can't get past the way she looks. She like the shit emoji. And you're like, what? And then he was like, no, I'm serious. He was like, she, she sings good. She makes great music. She writing all of that. But it's like, as soon as I look at all, you know, he somebody goes straight to the, the shit. He thinks about the shit emoji and how she needs to lose weight. And she has a pretty face. But, you know, the body got to go like her homegirl. They were saying, oh, yes, girl. Yes. Slay, girl. Slay. And all of He's like, they should be telling her, I'll put down the eclair. Now, meanwhile, back at the buffet, you got his ass sitting up there. He was like, well, you know, I can't talk, you know, but. But, you know, when you're funny, even though you're big, if you're funny and got a little swag and, you, you know, you look decent, I think I look pretty decent, you know, you're going to pull chicks. So what the hell are you trying to say? Because you had already said that she had a pretty face. You already said that, okay, yeah, her body, whatever. But you said she had a pretty face. You don't think, do y'all understand that there are, there's literally a community of men out here that will only date women that's over like 300 pounds? Do y'all know that's some real shit? Do you, do you know that that really exists? The same way you have guys out here that would only date a girl who looks like she's two minutes away from an eating disorder clinic. And that's what I mean. I just no disrespect or nothing to anyone that has an eating disorder that's not to make fun or mock that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that small. Oh, you have you have what the um the Jews have back in the day, and there used to be a disrespectful term that they used to call the what they call spinners, and they're like the little four foot three, four foot five, five foot woman, and she's tiny because they say, okay, put it together, spinners, put them all, and you can spin them around, okay. You have the men just making that, that refer to them as MAGA gal. They love MAGA gal because MAGA gal cast out for the whole don't don't done and all this crazy because it's deep and blah blah blah. So that means the real skinny girls. You get it. Then you had them calling them mumpies. Me love me mumpy because anywhere me put me teens, mommy fill a room, me fill a hole. Okay, so you have those who are, and I know guys, and I'm talking about professional, good looking, making money, having their own things, not no, oh, I bet she probably taking care of him. I could give you, story time, story time. And then we're going we're gonna to move quickly. I know someone, very good friend of mine from Harlem. And um, he was a friend of a friend. Let me say that. And we had a party or whatever. And I never knew at this time. That, and I'm, not, I'm just going to say. Uh, we're going to call him Manny. Oh gosh. Right? We know people named Manny. But whoever I know. This is not about you. Okay. Not my ex. My sister's. Well, not my ex. My sister's ex. Not him. We're just going to say uh, Major. Okay. So, Major is there, and we're chilling out or whatever, and then he gets a call, and then all of a sudden, he was like, oh, my God, man, she's outside. He's telling um, my friend Anthony, he's like, oh, he's outside. So, Anthony was like, oh, my God. He was like, his old lady outside, um, he, he might have to go. So, I was like, oh, man, because we were playing, like, cards or whatever, so we had to, I had to find another partner and blah, blah, blah. Okay, long story made interesting. Go outside. He was like, yo, Kiwi, come meet my girl. Come meet my girl. So I said, yeah, I got to see who dealing with you because I don't know who could deal with you. Started laughing. Go outside. Of course. And I said what I meant. Of course, she was white because you very seldom see him with a Lizzo or um, who's another big, beautiful one, like the woman that was from the um, the Weather Girls way back when I was a little girl. But at the end of the day, I get outside. She's sitting in the car. And this girl is every bit of 450 plus. And when I say this guy who's tall, nice looking, dark skinned guy, whatever, he went and he got to the car. She was like, I thought we were going to the movies. You over here with your friends. Let's go. Let's go. And he jumped in that car and he left. Now, 
When I talked to him, I was like, wow. I was like, that's your girl. I said, why you don't ever just invite her over when me when we always be over here playing dominoes and cards and stuff? You should invite her over. She can hang out with the girls and stuff. Oh, no, no, no. She need to stay home because she, she gets jealous of everything because she's very insecure. And I'm looking like, okay, yes, yeah, she will be insecure because I guarantee you he's sitting there and, and probably at, at the time um, that she is, upsets him or something. He's turning around and saying something derogatory. He's like, no, 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 it's just her. I always tell her she's beautiful and everything. He said, I have a lot of people that bought that um, will tease me and they'll like clown me because I'm with her. He said, but at the end of the day, when I was in trouble, she was there on my, by my side and I'll always be in debt to her no matter what. That's my girl. I love her. He said, because she wasn't always that size. He said, but it doesn't matter. He's like, that's my girl. She always held me down. When I was in trouble, I would never like diss her. And I thought that was the most beautiful thing in the world. Now, that being said, my point is stop with the bullshit with the fat shaming out here and, and trying to act like you never fuck the fat girl or you never fuck the fat girl or you never fuck the fat girl. Stop sitting around here acting like fat girls don't have the same pussy that sit between their legs, same thing as damn skinny girl that's sitting between her legs. Stop sitting around here acting like it's okay for this bitch to get on Instagram and be butt-ass naked and twerking with a fake ass then have one to get on there with a real one. I don't understand how you're appalled when you see a real big ass, a real one. Collard greens, cornbread, rice and gravy fed when you see that ass shaking that's appalling but when you see a bitch get on there with some big rock sitting on her damn back and it's barely there more unless she got to shake it back and forth you can't even slap that ass because you slap that ass she in bed for about two weeks because she in pain i said what i meant so we go, what we're going to do is we're going to stop fat shaming her. Oh, well, she breathes it on herself, they say, because she's the one that goes to games with thongs. How many, how many skinny hoes have you seen go to these games with they, they fake ass titties out? They chopped up stomach out because they don't want to got lipoed and crackled and all that shit. OK, and they ass out. And they're sitting there like, woo, go LeBron, woo, go Kyrie, woo. Okay, they're doing all this shit right there, at, right on the court side. Right on, right on court side. But as soon as Lizzo do it, oh, she got to stop. Ugh, ugh. Why she got to stop? Because y'all the same niggas that end of the day will be sneaking and calling her and going to her house 3 o'clock in the damn morning and getting it on and trying to hurt but get out of it then we talking shit about her but then it'll be low-key jealous when you see somebody actually paying attention to her because you you fronting like you don't really do big girls but that nigga like I ain't fronting I like her man I'm gonna check her now you and your feelings so that being said my ex was like look at you sitting up there big and blown up ugly and you look dirty Okay, that's my Epps. He told my Epps, turn the light down on your suit. It's a little too shiny. I was like, okay, that was a little 90-ish. But okay, we'll take that little that little dig. And uh, work on your comedy. So then now he has the nerve, the gall, the hoops for to come back and say, oh, he, he knew this was coming. And of course, it's going to be mostly women. And I got one more thing to say before um, I'm going to try to find the audio of him begging and crying. And he basically was saying that um, he knew it was going to be women that came out. And if they paid attention to the interview, they will see that he called himself out too. Yeah, you did say you're not the smallest thing in the world, but you were trying to say you had swag and you look good. Uh, maybe to them, um, them foreigns that you was driving. Because let's be clear. Let's be clear, Aries. I don't even think one of your baby mothers are of African-American descent. 
Correct me if I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. So that in itself kind of threw me for a loop because I'm like, first of all, you coming for her out of no, all you had to do was say, yes, she made great music and leave it at that. Yeah, you're a comedian and you might, you may have seen it as, oh, this is the perfect. No, that wasn't the perfect time. That was a time for you to show her some love. Oh, yeah, you know, Lizzo, man, she makes some good music. It ain't had shit to do with what she looked like in your big, wide-ass, uh, pit bull-ass head. Because that's what it's shaped like. And like you got the head of a damn pit bull sitting on no neck with this big blow-up chest, your stomach sitting up in your titties, and then your eyes by scrawny and you're looking like a damn raccoon. I know I have a raccoon mask. It's called Eye Mask, sweetheart. Put them on 20 minutes every morning, and it'll help those circles go away. Now, you have the nerve to get upset because you're getting so much pushback till you you want to put out there about how you never you didn't say it in a bad way and you're a comedian and oh how y'all gonna say that you know now you kind of come for me and you say I don't look good but um Eric you weren't the brightest the greatest you know picture on the wall. You alright. You you look alright. I mean, I'm sure some women, like I said, you drove a lot of foreigns. I've never seen you rep any and I think all of your baby mom, I'm not mistaken, are like of Latin descent. So why are you over here trying to dog out a sister when all you had to do was give her, her props? I kind of thought that was shitty. Since you want to talk about the shitty emoji, I thought that was shitty. So, that being said. Um, he's in his feelings. He'll be all right. Um, Lizzo, on the other hand, is living her best life, <laughs> like she said. And um, in her her words, I'm winning, ho. Bitch, I'm winning, ho. <laughs> and while her man was sitting, her man, her man, that is not ashamed to walk with that that beautiful emoji. Anywhere that she go, her man sitting right there cheering her on at the awards with her. Where were you? Sitting up, blow up, and now you and your damn fiddles and want to try to talk intelligently, but it's too late. It's too late. Okay? So, let's let's move on. Um, If I can find the audio, I'll play it for you guys, but at this point, who cares? All I know is she's winning. Ho, she's winning. Shout out to the big girls. <laughs> Now, also, um, I want to address Nicki Minaj um, on the VMAs. As you know, this year she was the Video Vanguard um, Award recipient, and she did a very good job. Um, I did like, you know, there were some people that said they didn't like her um, outfit. I think it was all, you know, to play into how she, you know, like the teenage love thing, that how you know how she dressed and everything when she first came out. Um, super based the video, you know. I think that that's why she had that on. She didn't have like no wardrobe changes or nothing like that. She did dance, y'all know Nikki don't dance. All she do is this. I said what I meant, and she did very good. I mean, for a person who don't dance, she's like Lotto too. They're 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 real MCs. Like they they to me, she and Lotto and a couple of other um female MCs, they're MCs. So they're going to rap. They're, they're not going to, you don't know, see too many male MCs dancing around or nothing like that. You know, they might do a little bop, a little two-step. Um, and that's what they do. They don't go out, you know, they do their little thing. They'll shake it up or whatever. But as far as choreography, no, you never really saw that. So I thought that was good. I thought um, 
I'm gonna just put it out there. VMAs treated her like a cheap ass hoe. Come get your head, your bread, and leave. Come get your head, your bread, and leave. That bullshit about, oh, she's hosting the show and da-da-da. She hosted like the last, and I think they extended it. So it technically was only like 30 minutes left. And I think she hosted like 45 minutes an hour, maybe a little over an hour. When they came back from commercial, there was no collage of videos. Remember, this is the Video Vanguard Award. And let's be clear, Nikki has never been known for her videos per se. Only her bars. Because Nikki has bars. We will never try to take that away. I, I was a Nikki stan. I, trust me. I was like a Taylor Swift. Sitting there and rhyming every word on, on, on Super Bay. Everything. Okay. Um, me and my uh, ex of mine had the same birthday. We have the same birthday in November. And we had a big party or whatever. Brought out the club. And you know did our little fizzle. And that was our theme song for the night. This moment for life. When I was like, I was sitting there, I was like, please do moment for life. If she don't do no other song, do moment for life. Open, and it seemed like every song did it on them. Um, Bees in the trap, you know, that's a diss to Lil' Kim. Um, she did, you know, she did a, a good little medley of songs. But my thing was, you came back for commercial, you went straight into her performance. Then you didn't have, and then the collage you had was her fans, which I think Nikki is trying to put relay out there. You know, it wasn't for the barbs, she wouldn't be here. So I think that could have been, you know, why a lot of people, including myself, I was like, why would she, they do it like that? Because you going to give it to her, give it to her. But don't do a half ass. But now when you think about it, was it Nikki just saying, look, the industry wasn't backing me when I came for Cardi? I said what I meant. Because that was not queen, that was not queen behavior. If you feel like you're the moon, why the hell are you barking? Moons don't bark. This girl was just coming on the scene, doing her thing, and you felt the threat. It's almost like that mother that has that daughter, and you looking at her, and she prettier, she's smarter, she got more talent, and all of a sudden, everything she does, you got a problem with it. Everything she tried to become, you knock it down. Because, uh-oh, this the heifer done can't replace me. And I've seen that in real life. I've seen that in real life. I'm so thankful I didn't have any daughters. I have nieces. But I'm because I'm like, what I have done. But I know I wouldn't have done that. I, like, all jokes aside, I wouldn't have done that. I don't think. But you never know. You never know. But I've seen it a lot. I've seen women pour into their daughters and then I've seen the opposite where they pull from their daughters. Hold them. Because if they get out there, this girl going to be better than me. And I've seen it. It's, it sounds crazy, but it's true. But that's what she reminds me of. So with that situation, um, she does her thing and then she has these barbs. They were like the, the captains of her different barb um, armies or whatever. And they were the ones that gave her, her no Wayne, no Drake. I think she did that on purpose too. And then maybe because too, Offset was there. Shout out to you, Offset. Hold it down for mama. Handle her light work. Just in case you want to talk crazy about my wife. I'm here. No, I'm just playing. He, that's not why. He was there with, with DJ Khaled because he was on DJ Khaled's um, album. I'm just being messy right now, guys. <laughs> 
just being messy. But yeah, so she gets up there and she does a speech. I didn't have anything bad to say about the speech. But when she started thanking people and she thanked a little couple people, I didn't have a problem with that because everyone knows she is like featured queen, I would say. Um, at this point, I know Cardi came out for her, but I don't know if Cardi has caught up to her yet with the features, but damn now. Because Cardi done been featured on a lot of shit. And I'm talking across different genres, okay? Not just hip-hop, not just Latin, not just pop. You know what I'm saying? So, that being said, when she got the um, Foxy Brown, who influenced, who I got my influence from my style, I said, stop the press, which explains to you why I came in the door like I did tonight. Stop the press, stop the lies. The reason I played those songs, you're like, oh, yeah, but why you played those songs? You're going to play one song from Kim. You know why? Because if you look at the hardcore cover album, look at when Nikki first came out and how she posed in the end. There's a method to my madness. You will not omit little Kim's name when you are talking about who you were influenced by when you set your ass up there when you were being fake and you said Baby and Slim it was almost like you throwing a dig because Baby and Slim sat down with you and, and called Kim and said hey we got this girl she real good you need to come in here I think you getting on this song with her and this will, this will help catapult her this will show you know New York you you got her you you got her back and you, you know, basically you are saying look this one right here I'm telling you, she the one. Okay? It's like you sanctioning her. It's like you you blessing her like, okay, yeah, you the one. Look him, shows up, does the song. The song don't come out. When the song do come out, it comes out with just Nikki. Now, I've been listening to Nikki since the underground Nikki. The before the booty shots Nikki. The, the, the thin Trinidadian busting at them dudes like Eve in the underground Nikki when she was when you was hearing her name synonymous and coming up like one step is Nikki one step is um oh my gosh what's her name oh my god Iggy Nikki Iggy Nikki Iggy Nikki Iggy and they were like who's gonna be the first one to pop out and they would all say oh well you know she Euro so they'll probably put her out first and all this so it was Nikki Lizzo Nikki I mean not, not Lizzo Nikki Iggy Nikki Iggy that's who, whose names were coming up at that time why would you not say Deb Antony Nikki Deb Antony was the one that was with you initially and got your ass out there too and she was the one that let everybody know that's not what she want to do. That girl want to do pop songs and she want she to act. She want to be in movies and TV shows. She's in drama class. And the majority of your songs that went sky high or guess what? Guess what guys? Say it with me class. Pop songs. Or popish rap. Okay. And I'm sick of this queen shit. The queen of hip-hop. The queen of hip-hop. No, she is not. No, she is not. Nikki did her thizzle when she was out here in these streets. But that's it. That's it. When she did that, and you know, and you know, another thing I thought of, either Nikki stripped it down and was like, nope. Because none of y'all had my back. Look what she did when Missy was like, congratulations. When she finally had a video of Vanguard. Oh, kicks and giggles, cackles and giggles, and all this dumb shit. Thank you. It's like, girl, grow the fuck up. You're 40 years old. 
You got your bum here? And listen to the, the speech too. She rambled and said his name real quick because right before the awards, y'all out here freaking uh, victim shaming and gaslighting Jennifer Hoff. Releasing damn half edited ass videos to make it look like she said, I tried to get the charges dropped. Bullshit. The beginning of the video was talking about how scared she was and how she was being bullied and that and she was talking to the dude black. The same dude that she talked about before that told her, hey, you probably should took that money. They want you to take this money and, and make the chart this thing go away. So Kenneth can come off of this. So you're still showing your nasty ass ways. And then you sit up and act like everybody's coming for you. No, sweetheart. It's the shit that you do. It comes for you. Whatever you put out into this universe, it comes back trifold. Be careful. You want to put it out there? You want to play stupid? And then, oh, how did that happen? Oh, what is this? Do? Get out of here. You got your little lame-ass, jailbird-ass fan coming at Cardi before the thing, talking about all said screw sweetie. Sweetie like, hold up, man. Don't be calling my name into that bull. Like, if you still got a lot of bull around you. You got to get rid of that. That wasn't around you when you first came on the scene, Nikki. It wasn't. And at least I didn't see it. You seemed humble. You seemed hungry. You you knew you was coming in there. You were filling yourself or whatever. And then it just went left. As soon as you by Kim, oh, you can step in. You believe you can step into her shoes. Oh, and said that all of a sudden you just don't think she's going to disappear. We will never let that happen. We, the true hip hop fans, will never let you omit Queen B. And I want y'all to realize that this is no shade to Beyonce because I am Beyonce stand. I told y'all that. Yeah, I done fucked up a little bit over here with her little break my soul, her little, um, Revolution album, whatever this, this album is, that's don't fell off the charts. I am a Beyonce fan. All jokes aside, follow her up. I, I'm the one. I told everybody she's gonna be marrying Jay Z before she even came out saying she was dating Jay Z. She just looked like it. So that being said, Queen B was originally Lil Kim. The Beehive was what Lil Kim called her fans. Now you got the Barb's, but look, Kim was around here with a real Corvette. You, your ass getting sued by Barbie. Look, Kim did. I said what I meant. Facts. So, all that aside, <laughs> um, the VMAs are pretty much okay. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers won global. I stand. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Rest in peace. Okay. Um, but I love Red Hot Chili Peppers. They did an excellent job. They did really good. Snoop Eminem, they did their little Metasphere song that they got off the Wii and they did it like a live video game. I thought that was cool. Um, but yeah, MTV VMAs need to just give it up. Um, it gave what they usually give. They had LL Cool J on there. I'm like, LL, no. But okay, I guess because it was in Jersey and y'all... I want to see him back on the Grammys. That's why I want to see him. And I'm coming to the next Rock the Bells now that you got your name back, LL. I wasn't supporting that shit until the real, the real owner stand up by rocking these bells. <laughs> but all in all, it was um, a, a pretty good show. 
Um, Panic in the Panic in the Disco, of course. Panic in the Disco does what it do. Taylor Swift is coming out with a new album, I think, October. She actually looked good. Let me tell y'all something. I don't know. My, my son was like, she need to put some more weight on, but he like his girl thick. But she was thick to me. She had like a little wide heels. Like she's starting to fill out and, you know, she's getting older. She don't look, had that little skinny, kind of gaunt bent over look no more she really looked like a chic grown lady i was i was like i was feeling a dress i you know tell her looking good so hopefully now she'll be able to get her man she can settle down with and be happily ever after shout out to johnny depp who was the moon man because i kept saying this dude look for me this dude for me it was johnny depp <laughs> so that's good that was good so all in all, um, VMAs was it was a little wackish except for those little couple of things that I pinpointed. That was pretty good, and you know that's what it was. I had to point those out. Um, now let's move on to Mr. Orange Dump. We're not gonna stay on him too long. Um, Dump had the nerve to call the hoofa to um, challenge the FBI, as y'all know. I don't call his name over here. I just say orange or I say dump or I say orange dump and you can go from there. But um, Mar-a-Lago, as you know, was raided and they found, you know, all these documents that were government documents. Okay, let's be clear that you signed off and said that you never had, but you really did. So we're not going to go there, dump. But what you won't do is try to come for our government and try to come through one of your goons, Senator Lindsey Graham. Can we talk about it? Let's talk about it real quick. So, now he has challenged the FBI. He's saying that they have paperwork in there that he needs. They had nothing to do with it, with the um, with the documents and all of this crap. Now you got Lizzie Graham, look, um, do boy, follow Sue ass, popping up. And I'll tell you one thing, if they decide... To indict Trump, there'll be riots in the streets. Um, Lizzie Graham, let's talk about it. Why don't you tell me this? Uh, is this another Proud Boys moment, Lizzie? Is this a way of you putting it out there like stand down, Lizzie? Is this a new stand down? There'll be riots in the streets. Hit, hit, oink, oink. Are we not now doing investigation about January 6th when you try to take over the country, Lizzie? You and your leader? Your leader. The same one that went over there to get to get tips from Lil' Kim. The same one he called Rocket Man. Yeah. Yours. Now he comes today and he tries to recant his statement. Oh, I wasn't saying, you know, I didn't mean riots, but I'm saying will be, you know, a lot of people will be upset that he's gonna be indicted being a president. First of all, he's a former president. He's a longer president, therefore he does not have presidential um coverage. And even if he did, if he did some shit like that, that's treason if he did it as a president, and then that will be looking at something else. Off with his head. So we don't need the little minions, Lizzie Graham, popping his ass up trying to be the next spokesman for um, your boys. And let me put it out there, Mr. And I'm using that word loosely, that, that term loosely, Mr. But look here, Graham. Don't end up on the scale. I said what I meant. You're out here putting that out there. Somebody might come for you by riots in the streets. Really? And we're not taking your recant. Now everybody is watching and getting prepared. So I just want to touch on that. They're still they're saying it's a developing story. 
Um, we're going to definitely be following it. As you know, it's 10 weeks to showtime. Vote or shut up. I'm not doing the I'm not doing the Diddy Dop, Dop, Bop dance over here. This is what I'm doing. Vote or shut up. Whoever you want in your community to make the laws, the commissioners, the senators, the mayors, the governors. Vote or shut up. If you am with just sit home and I ain't doing that because they gonna put in there who they want to anyway. Uh, yeah, it's easy when your ass don't go vote. Because that's the person that wins the electoral college because they're getting the most votes where they need to get the votes because your dumb ass is staying home. Get your ass up and go vote or shut up and watch the results. Okay? <laughs> I just had to put that out there. I just had to say it really, really quick because it's just to the point where now it's it's, it's really getting serious. Um, so we're gonna be we're gonna be touching on some very serious um topics coming up. I don't want to say serious, but as you guys know, when I first came on here, and I think I'm gonna do an episode to in- reintroduce myself, um, so that you all know what to expect when you come on. And listen to my podcast. Um, basically, on my platform, uh, I don't have what they call a niche. I say I always say I'm not a niche bitch, and that's not any shade. I mean, because we don't do shade anyway. That's not any light to put to put on anything. It's just basically me saying I don't like to be pigeonholed. I don't want to be placed in a box. And I have so many different interests. And um, I know they say, well, you want to drive the traffic. We're growing organically. People love the way that we present our information here and they learn and then you can have some fun too and that's how I kind of want to keep it and that being said I you know in the beginning if you guys go back to um season one you know I did do things when they were um doing his trial I did cover it and things of that nature um but what is going to start happening um I'm going to be making some announcements later on this week uh, moving forward after Labor Day break how the schedule is going to be going and what we're going to be doing. But I definitely am going to be delving into um, Roe versus Wade. We have a um, intimate, it might be a little triggering for some, but it needs to be done. Um, I'm definitely going to be doing a, um, not really an interview. I want to say it's going to be a sit down, going to be a panel, and we're going to discuss everything now that it started to roll out and go into effect in certain places. Um, of course, the election, okay, things of that nature, okay, so look out for that, and of course, we'll still have fun for Friday and all that, but just look out for that that new thing, but it's, I'm definitely going to be touching on some more um, intellectual, serious topics, um, we're going to be incorporating, you know, finance, health, and things um, on Wednesdays. So all of this is going to be starting after the Labor Day break. But I will definitely be filling you guys in. But yes. Um, and for my. That was one part of my uh, special announcement. That's part. That's just giving you a little teaser. But my special announcement is finally. Our girl Cash is back y'all. Cash is back. Queen Cash is the um, best selling author of Little Infant Descent. For greatness, she is back in the building. It is locked in 
We will be on live Friday. Fun Fun for Friday will be live this Friday on Spotify, on Amazon Music, on Google Podcasts, wherever you see your podcast, Apple. Tune in because I will be live with your girl, Queen Cassius, and we're going to be having some fun, fluffing up some topics, and we're going to be really digging in and getting deep down into some serious um, fluffery and funnery. So um, look out for that Friday. I'm very excited. Can't hardly wait. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this, this Talk About It Tuesdays. I know it was going to be a couple of other topics that I wanted to touch on, but we'll definitely do that tomorrow um, on Wednesday on my episode of my WTF Wednesdays. There are a couple of um, things that we're going to be discussing and having some fun. Um, I want to say love and light to the Jackson, Mississippi residents. The water treatment plant failed. It's like almost like deja vu, right, guys? Remember last year when I had to go in on Texas with the whole grid, free the knowing, the people. Okay, now, then Michigan with the water. Now you got Jack. Like, I'm really starting to wonder if these people are really serious about keeping the things up and doing things the right way. I, I just don't know. I just don't know. Because this is a capital. There's no reason why the capital water treatment plant is not up to, to um coal where it literally fails and leave a whole damn city without clean drinking water. I don't understand. Um, we also want to send out a rest in peace for Mikhail Gorbachev. For those of you who don't know, he's won Nobel Peace Prize for actively ending the Cold War. He was the last um, leader that was in the Soviet Union that the USSR was dissolved in um, December of 1991. He stepped down days later. And, you know, over the years and everything, I think he's just been chilling and... And they haven't been the same since over there. And now they got this Dugeldorf over there fighting with Ukraine. So that being said, you know, love and light to his family and rest in peace to Mikhail Gorbachev. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed tonight's um, Talk About It Tuesday VMA edition. Um, I love you guys and thank you so much for tuning in. Please make sure that you follow your girl, Hot D. Johns, at gmail.com. Send me your, your, um, What's, what you want to hear? What you want me to talk about? Send me your ideas at email hotdjohns at gmail.com. Also, follow me on IG, on Twitter at H-O-T-D-J-O-H-N-S. That's H-O-T-D-J-O-H-N-S. Also, on YouTube, H-O-T-D-J-O-H-N-S. Um, make sure that you come follow me on Facebook. We will be going live on Facebook Friday along with um, Spotify. So, we're going to be trying something. Hopefully, this will work out good. So, y'all keep your fingers crossed. So, you'll be able to catch me either on Facebook or Spotify, 7.30 p.m. on Friday for Fun Fun for Friday. Make sure you follow that at the Hot D. Johns Experience. That's H-O-T-D-J-O-H-N-S Experience. Okay? On Facebook. All right. And um, my thing for today is uh, it's very simple. Man, love life. Love life and make the best of the day. You don't know if it's going to be your last. You know what I'm saying? Love life. Because you don't know if today is going to be the last. Okay? So, that being said, 
Oh, yesterday was Michael's birthday. We love you, Michael. We're going to be doing a special dedication to him on Fun Fluffing Friday since I didn't get a chance to do Monday Madness. He done set off this Virgo season. And, um, yeah, so without further ado, let me see if I can find gravy for you for us to go ahead and close out for the night. And again, thank you guys for um, tuning in to the Hottie Johns Experience. Make sure that you like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. And subscribe over there on the good old YouTube channel so I can start putting my things on there. So without further ado, here's a little young gravy for you, baby. And I'll see you all tomorrow for WTF Wednesdays. All right. Good night. It's the Hottie Johns Experience. I love experience with you. Peace. Cause I'm conceited over here. Y'all ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> <laughs>